Welcome, fellow truthers and conspiracy junkies, to another episode of White Rabbit. I am your host, Catalyst Jones, and today we have the legendary Graf in the house with us. What is going on, brother? What's up, man? I was just vibing to that intro. That's sick. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. Yeah, I, uh, I got to put a lot of bells and whistles on the show itself because the content fucking sucks. So I have to like... <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I love it, man. Awesome intro, bro. Thank you, brother. So um, I don't know, man. I'm pretty sure that everybody that listens to my show knows who you are, but you know the drill. Just in case people don't know who you are, can you go ahead and give a little bit about who you are and what it is you're doing in this game? All right. So my name's Graf, um, Anthony Graffio on Instagram. I've had, I think, I think I'm up to like me two accounts right now that I've been like shadow banned, it, just zucked completely off. Um, been truthing. Psh, since I was like 12 years old, um, 9-11 happened around the corner from me. I'm from Jersey. Jersey that first got me going down rabbit holes. Uh, holes. Uh, I read Behold in like eighth grade. So, I mean, I've been doing this for a, a hot minute. Like m- my own parents like think I'm a prophet because I've been talking about the New World Order and everything that's going to happen that's happened. And they're like, how did you know this? We thought you were crazy your whole entire life. So uh, it feels good to be vindicated, put it that way. I'm on Instagram, just dropping red, dropping red pill, man. Man, it definitely feels good to be uh, vindicated. So what's funny is I ended up starting another Facebook uh, page and I don't even know why I did it because like the thousands of people that will see my stuff on Instagram compared to like the two or three that see it on Facebook is ridiculous. But anyways, I still post on there just for whatever reason. But I went on my old, old account, which I had uh, gained access to again about a year ago, but I haven't really been on it much. And I was going through stuff that I had posted and I seen a picture that I had posted in 2016 with Hillary and, or, and, uh, Trump face to face. And I was talking about how it was basically, you know, like what Sam says, like, uh, like the crime boss versus the satanic cult leader. And, yeah, yeah. And I was saying that back then. But the funny thing is, is I said, grab some popcorn and watch the destruction of humanity. And that was before that was a year before Q ever even posted. I said Quantum. that shit. Quantum. <laughs> I used to be like heavy on like, I don't like, I don't know if you're a citizen. Uh-uh. That. It used to be a site back, back in the, back in the day. And like I, on my Facebook, like I like to see my, my memories and stuff. And like there's posts from like 2009. That's like Lady Gaga, Illuminati symbolism and like all this stuff. And it's just like crazy to see like, see like now with the Grammys and everything going on that like, that like normies. 
what is going on right now, now you know, blowing their minds. Definitely. Hey, dude, do I sound like DJ White Rabbit coming through to you? Because when you come through, it sounds like DJ Khaled is like back there cutting the shit a little bit. <laughs> like the recorded, the recorded version will sound fine because StreamYard will piece it together. But I was just wondering if I'm coming through like that. No, too. you're coming through clear. I'm coming through choppy. Yeah, it, it's it's really sounds like a DJ like double, di- like rip it, rip it. Really, like, I'm graph, oh, uh... graph. Hold on. Let's see if we can fix see if we can fix the Oh man, see that was dope. Let's see if we can fix it. See if we can fix I just need to start dropping. <laughs> Here we go. Let's just drop a bomb real quick. <laughs> B, it might be my AirPods. Let me just shut off my AirPods and go straight to my mic. This happened with Eddie too. No worries, brother. Uh, let's see here real quick, real quick. My bad. Don't even trip, man. I'm not. I'm not Tucker. I don't have Fox like sitting behind me, like saying, "Get this shit." Is this better? As far as I know, so far now, yeah. I'm not coming in all crazy. Not yet. I think we're good. Okay, then let's rock. Then let's rock like that. All right, cool. Better. Definitely better. So yeah, man, you were saying like back uh, 2009, you were pointing out like the Lady Gaga shit and I was doing the same thing. Right. But I was like all alone. I mean, I still feel like we're kind of alone, but now we have this cool community of the like land of misfit toys where we all get to play with one another. And that's what I was going to say is like, that was the coolest thing about Q. If it was a psyop or not, or however, I don't know how you feel about Q anymore, you know, but um, I would say that the good thing about it, the good thing about it is it brought all of us out of the woodworks and we actually like, it wasn't just a single voice anymore. Now we could compile our voices together and actually felt like we were making a difference there. No, definitely. I mean, I mean, I'm still a Q-tard fully. So, so uh, I still trust the plan. I still post, post drop every day, deltas, all that stuff. I, if I, I still believe that we're in a, a military operation right now. I think that things had to go this way to actually expose more because if Trump just became president in 2020, all this stuff, stuff that been on the world, on the world stage, we, we wouldn't have, seen, you know, like we had to shake people, people awake. The things that Trump always says is that you can't, can't tell the people to show them, you know? And I think that, that we've been living in that uh, movie, your popcorn uh, scenario still. Yeah, well, I definitely would agree with everything that you just said right there. However, I feel like it could be possible that Trump is and was used for what he was used for. I don't know. Uh, obviously, you are more into this than I am, and you probably know a lot more about um, about devolution than I do. Um, but my whole thing is, is I've come to the realization that I think that Trump is a piece of shit, and I think he's just playing a role. And as much as I, like, still to this day, like, you cannot deny these proofs of, of Q, but they're the front man is a piece of shit. You know, it's like Led Zeppelin has great music, but what's his name was diddling little kids and into satanic shit. So, so. Yeah. But you also have to understand this to this too, man. Uh, if you've been following as long, as long as you said you're going for, um, the plan was almost a lot different for the new world order. Uh, we wouldn't be having this conversation as we speak right now. We would have already been thrown in camps and already been taken out. Um, yeah, for sure. Because Hillary I, was supposed to win. We were supposed to go to war. We were supposed yeah. to lose that war. And then we would all be, we would be living dead. under different rule. And dead, yeah. yes. We'd be dead. 
like I've been on a blacklist. If you've been on those websites and all that stuff and speaking truth on speaking truth on faith, been on blacklist and all this stuff, they would have, the Mossad would have came and already took me out. So, so Trump has a, a not good, not good wedding through what he has to get through with his message message. And I think that there'd be a lot more, a lot more, a lot more casualties, right? Right. Don't get me wrong. The casualties didn't happen. Uh, rest in peace to all those people that got affected by Kufit and by the Vax and all that stuff. But um, I think that there'd be a lot more casualties, to be honest with you. And yeah, and I, I will definitely I agree with that, you know, like and everybody gives Trump for shit for warp speed and everything. And, you know, I do agree with the fact that if he did not push that forward, then they would have been able to uh, use it and mandate it, not mandate it, but make it like that you actually had to get it you would be yeah. forced to get that shit if it wasn't under the um, authorized use of emergency act or whatever that act is definitely, called definitely also you have, to, you have to remember trump very big on therapeutics the dude was popping hc on tv um so it wasn't like he was like and like i said I, i've said this on a couple of podcasts with the whole him being like oh, being like oh did it and this and that i think that there's a there's a smoke that that's going to be attached to something bigger Right. He has to attach his name to these things to spotlight things. And I believe because don't forget, before COVID happened, he was going after Pfizer. He was going after all the all of Big Pharma. Right. So he has to attach his name to these things because, number one, it exposes it. And number two, something is going to happen down the road. I wrote, I believe that these people are going to face like face like a neurobile are going to face actual treason. Like it's becoming more and more evident that this isn't over. That, you know, right now we kind of have the reins, if anything, we're not losing anymore. So I was able to actually verify something, which I think is fucking awesome, because a lot of times we'll get excited about certain things and it could be satire. It's really well. I mean, if you dig into it enough and you're a great researcher, so like I'm sure you could see through uh, satire immediately. But, you know, there's also a lot of talk about how we've been spending a lot of money at Guantanamo Bay with building the new courthouses and whatnot. So uh, a couple days ago, I went into the smoke shop and uh, that's where I get my weed here in Tennessee because we can't get uh, weed. So I have to go buy this legal Delta eight, nine. Oh, Delta eight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? But anyways, I'm in there and this guy's taking a long time and I'm tripping. I'm not tripping. I'm just looking around and stuff or whatever. But uh, I hear him say, I got to get six months worth. And so he's buying a lot of stuff. And I'm like, man, I was like, I was like going on a, a long trip, huh? And he was like, oh, I'm uh, going out to Guantanamo Bay. And he was like, my wow. third time. And I was like, oh, for real? I was like, well, hopefully you'll be hanging some cool people like, you know, Nancy Pelosi or, or uh, you know, and I started naming off names. And he was like, man, I hope so. And, and he was like, yeah, we got a lot of construction going on and was talking about the construction and shit going on out there. So yeah, dude, they just literally built an, an entire courtroom there for military tribunals. So, yes. I mean, listen, it's, it's, I, it's hard not to be like, well, stuff is still going on. I mean, me as a Q-tard, I see proofs and deltas and things that are correlating with uh, major news events. And uh, the other day, perfect proof on the day. So a delta for people that understand understand Q, a delta is delta is big future from the past. Like so, so past correlates to the future. So right. the Twitter uh, thing going on. Uh, whatever the um um that the house was doing a thing against Twitter against Yoel Roth, Vita the whatever all those people, 
and the lights went out during it, right? And it literally, it, it said, uh, if the lights go out, out, we're with you. And it was all, and it, before, before it said, it was like Twitter, da, 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 da. So like our parts that like correlate from like deltas from the, from the, from the past that prove to the future, you know, like you, you can't deny it, you know, and maybe I'm, I'm not, I don't believe that maybe you do, maybe others do, maybe it's a psyop and we're all just being coerced into something to, to let go or whatever, ever. But I mean, I live in Texas, man. I just got, got a 350 Magnum. I mean, if I got guns, uh, I don't think that their, their plan is really working. You know? Right. Well, they 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 definitely have other means, right? Through poisoning uh, poison us through the air, through our food, through these so-called vaccines. Like, I don't. Yeah. Is there really actual vaccine? No. But uh, that's besides the point. But <clears throat> so with with my thing with Q, and I, and you're 100 percent right. And I still fucking go to the Q drop posts. Like I have QAlerts.com. Like notify me if anything yeah. happens. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. And, and the deltas are still hitting. I mean, I remember like back in exactly. what was it October or something. I was like, "Damn, dude, these deltas are totally hitting." However, here's my thing: is like, are we just being pacified because Q is grabbing the people that would otherwise actually do something, and we're being pacified because we think that something is happening when really we're just being, like, you know, pacified so that we don't do anything. Yeah, yes and no, because I don't think there's been a major uh, casting of a stone that would make us go out there and, and boots on the ground and, and a revolution. You know, I think that when when that actually happens, I, I think it's no holds bar. You know what I mean? I don't think that we've actually reached that point yet where it's like, OK, they're coming for our guns. OK, they're telling us we're going to put them put us in camps. OK, like, you know what I mean? Like that real major, major event or event, because in 20, no offense. Most people were not people were not. Aware. Most people were still stuck, stuck in Matrix. They were still caught up in all this, all this stuff. It wasn't until Q really, really hit dream, which was 2020, because I've been doing I've been doing it since 2017 with it online. But most people didn't know about it. Right. It was a quiet little community for a, for a long time. And right. then, and then we started around, picking up steam it, around the election time. That's when people really, well, I would say COVID, COVID, honestly. Like, that's when I would say the great awakening really started was COVID. Like, yeah. people, like, like from all walks and whatever, whatever, we really started to question narrative, like, what is going on, you know? And I don't think that if Q and people like Anons were online to be able to pacify, I mean, to, to pass that information on to people, then they would still be stuck in that loop. You know what I mean? Millions of people are awake right now. You can't argue that. No, not at all. And, and more and more are waking up. And uh, we got something, uh, headline news. Well, I don't know if it's headline news. Actually, if you Google it, it's probably going to be hard to find. But uh, somebody had sent me this clip this morning. And do you know about this shit going on in Thailand with the uh, princess? Yeah, I saw that. Like they're going against Pfizer going against and everything. She had the myocarditis. Yeah, so now uh, I guess like the king was like, "Yo, fuck you, Pfizer!" Like, I want to talk to this guy that all these countries have banned from being able to talk. I want to talk to this fucking doctor, and this yeah. doctor's yeah. like, "Yeah, dude, you could if the, if she had a uh, pneumonia or whatever it was that they told her that she had had, then it would have been cleared up, no problem with antibiotics." He was like, "This is vaccine injury, one hundred percent." Yeah, man. There's a lot going on. Like, I the Twitter, the whole entire Twitter thing, like. 
uh, they were they were going at them like, listen, you guys have caused treason. Like, the, I forget who it was, but one of the Congress, one of the Congress, you guys have done treason. Like, first comes the trials, then comes the arrests. Like he said it straight up. Like these people are going to be arrested. Like there's going to be arrests. It's not going to be this. It's not going to be the full pictured in their mind. And that's what really and that's what really meant is a non's promised dates, dates, promised happenings. They promised all this stuff, and it was never really supposed to go that way. It, you know, everybody wanted to just see Hillary Clinton get arrested and unmasked in front of the world. But like, there's been more arrests. There's been more uh, situations. And I, me personally, I'm fully Q-tarded, but I believe Hillary Clinton's gone. I believe most of these people are gone. I mean, they're, they've completely changed. I don't know if you've seen the new version. She looks like, looks like George Soros. Like, it literally is, is being thrown in our face every day that whether this is a psyop to pacify us or whether this is a psyop to wake us up, it's working. It's funny you said she looked like George Soros. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Literally, dude, you gotta see it. It's hysterical. <laughs> like, like they just George Soros uh, and Hillary together, together, boom, and there she is. You know, she's Bing Bing gone. I, even when she was thrown in that black band because because she was having that little like like uh, seizure. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, they took her ass to Gitmo at that time, I believe. Man, it could be. Um, so one thing I want to say before I forget, and then let me write down Newsom because I want to go on to him for a second. Um, <clears throat> uh, the Thailand thing. So what's happening now is uh, the contracts uh, with Pfizer, they're being nullified. So that means that Pfizer is going to have to pay back Thailand billions of dollars. Can wow. you imagine if all these other, if any other country starts doing this, dude, they are completely up shit's Creek without a paddle. Wow. So wow. that, that's billions, right? Um, yeah. So uh, with Hillary Clinton and her whole freak out thing, like I'm, I'm a super, super conspiracy nerd. So like I'm into celebrity cloning and like organic robotoids and like stuff like that as well. So like it, a definitely a possibility that she is dead. I was reading a satire uh, thing and they were trying to pass it off as it was legit and they still do pass it off as it's legit, but I just don't buy it. But during the time, do you remember there was a period of time about a year ago when Gavin Newsom was just missing for like a month or two? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so I was reading this thing that he was actually, his house was raided. They found like an underground um, pedo room in his house. And he was actually at Gitmo, went through the trials, said the, na the Navy guy, the head of whoever th that actually administered the hanging and everything. And I'm like, holy shit, and he's missing in action. But then he just started showing up again. And if you dive into like celebrity cloning and like Donald Marshall, who's a whistleblower on it and stuff yeah, like that. Clonade. Yeah. So it, it takes two to three months to grow a full size human clone. And so I feel like, and this is the same thing with that, uh, with that football player too, is like when certain things are happening unexpected, they don't have a clone ready to go right away. So that's why we don't see these people for a minute. And then all of a sudden they're back. Right. I guarantee you, what is that football player's name? That's going to drive me crazy. Damar, uh, Hamlin. Damar Hamlin. I guarantee you, if he does come back to play, he's going to get injured during practice or something like that uh, to where he doesn't play again because it was just at the awards last night. Yeah. His clone was, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I guess. I, I think though, like with that situation, like the, the most important thing to me and what I, I'm a Christian, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a staunch Christian. I'm Christian. I'm speak the name of Jesus. Um, um, I, God's revival is happening, happening. 
believe that we've never with that situation, whatever happened to him, whether he's a clone, whether he's real, whether he's dead, I don't know. But what I do know is I watched people on ESPN pray. I watched the world pray. I watched people come together like they did almost on 9-11, you know, like the world really came together. And you're watching on, on the football stage just alone, just alone. Holmes and the other guy, Jalen Hurts, they're all they're all talking about Jesus. And I believe that we're in a we're in a revival. I believe that we're in the birthing pains before the, the time that God comes back. And I and it says in the Bible that every person will know who he is and there will be a falling away. Right. That's when the Antichrist comes. I believe right now we're in the revival. I believe that people are are are, are getting him. And I think that Q, whether you think that you think it's a bad, good side, whatever, I believe Q was used used for that too. I mean, there is many posts where Q talks about Bible scripture, talks about praying, talks about putting on the armor of God, talks about Archangel Michael. So I believe that whatever whatever's happening, right, God's hand is moving more than anything. I think that God can take what the enemy uses for bad and uses it for good. Yeah, I uh, I agree with that. There's so many directions I can go with what you just said. Uh, I believe that I'm going to start with this. So in 2019 is when I did a complete uh, 180 on who I was. So my parents were Jehovah's Witness, and and because of that, I was rebelling hard, and so uh, very satanic as far as just for the shock value of it. And I had like a T-shirt company, and it was an owl was my logo, and everything about it was extremely satanic. And it, like you could see me in the pictures doing everything that you see your favorite celebrities doing. And um, one night, I had just uploaded a new shirt onto my website, and then I was walking from my computer to my bed, and I was gonna lay down and go to bed, and. I had dropped on the ground and there was just weight on top of me. I was laying on my back and I could not get up and I couldn't scream for the longest time. It was like how people describe um, sleep paralysis. Only yes. I, I was walking and it happened to me and nothing talked to me, but what I felt inside of me was very clear in that it was, I was promoting a false idol and I was going to be punished. So my roommate and his girlfriend come into the room because they hear me struggling. They, they're like, get up. And they try to pick me up. They couldn't lift me up. And then all of a sudden the weight was just gone. And I, the presence that I felt was gone. I, I, did not, I did not go to bed. What I did is I went straight to my computer and I completely disabled my web store. Good and it you. has not been back up since. And I prayed. And then I started getting into Q and uh, and stuff like that. So I was a deep, deep conspiracy theorist. I was just uh, like, you know what? All these people, they're like, these are the symbols that they do. These are the demons that they get their sort their their source of uh, creativity from, and blah blah blah. I'm gonna mimic them because that's what I want for my life, right? Mm -hmm. And it wasn't mm -hmm. until I felt how real it is. Oh, it's it's like, oh, this isn't the team I want to play for. Yeah, yeah. I've I've had some crazy experiences, experiences. And I actually recently, recently how I got back, because you know, I got caught I got caught up, we all do. Um, with the with the with like some of the I got caught up with like the new age stuff, right? I became very new agey and I like started meditating, I believed in chakras, all that stuff, right? So one night. I do a meditation uh, from Dr. Tad James. He's a hypnotherapist, right? And I do this meditation and meditation is called the higher council that watches watches over you. Now, I've never really been deep into scripture. 
So I didn't really know like anything about like what happened to me, but I do this meditation and I'm approached by this being, right? And this being has the head of a human, the head of an eagle, the head of an ox and the head of a lion. You and actually it seen it. Yes, I seen it. Yeah, yeah, in my mind. And literally, literally this is the size of a skyscraper. And it's looking down, down on me and it's saying, I'm your brother. I've been watching you. I've been, been taking care of you on here. And then the, another like angel type, angel type is in front of me with rainbow wings. And it turns back at me and it says, you need to remember who you are. Months later, months later, after I had this, this divine situation, months later, I get into scripture. For some reason, I don't know why, I open up the Bible and I read the book of Ezekiel. In the book of Ezekiel, Ezekiel is approached by that same exact being, the one with the, the head of the human, the human, the ox, and the lion. It's called the cherubim. They're, they're the antech God's throne. From, from right at that moment, I decided to get it to get rebaptized, and my life changed forever. I fully accepted Christ. I started walking in, in a, an upright life. I let go of all my desires and I, I gave my life, gave my life to Krill. And it has been a wild, a wild ride, my friend. So uh, it's amazing that you have, that you have a testimony. That, and I think that we go through darkness. So our testimony is stronger for God. Like that story, like you're like, I was, you know, down with this dark stuff and God came to me and he saved me. What's, what's stronger than that, man? Yeah, that was a very, very intense moment in my life. I would say that like that is right up there with when my daughter was born as like the most intense of every emotion that you could possibly feel at one time. It was very, very intense. But I wouldn't say that I am like full on uh, like I go. Well, I do go to church, even though I have issues with church, especially the one that yeah. I go to. <laughs> um, I go there with a uh, deplorable Janet and her husband and they get a lot out of it. And I will say that when I leave there, I'm thinking about stuff that like I get something and I go home and it'll be like, I need to focus more on this. Right. Okay. Um, but like, also I know that that church's purpose isn't to raise spirit. It is to raise money. And most of them like, are. Yeah. Well, I would say that all of them are, I would feel like what we are doing right now is more of a church session for me that, and I'm going to get more out of this than when I go and sit around people that I don't know. And there's a band playing. Basically all I see is people that are trying to be famous, making music on stage. Like I just don't, I just, cause I know yeah. what happens. I know what happens behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Yeah, They're trying no. to, figure out to raise money. It's not about, it's about filling the seats. No, 100%, man. I agree. Um, uh, but I do feel that, but I do feel like I take something away from it every week. So like, that's why I keep going back. Um, that's amazing. I have, I have an, a very hard time having a relationship with our creator though. I really do because, uh, I don't know. So yesterday I prayed, uh, legitimately prayed, um, for the first time in a while. Like I will pray every now and then, you know, I'll close my eyes when I wake up or when I go to bed. But yesterday I legitimately prayed. I thanked him. I thanked him for waking up. Cause I, I really did feel grateful for waking up. I, I asked him uh, maybe to, to pull away some of the things that I'm striving for that is guilty for myself and push me in the direction that I need to, to be to serve him better. And I truly meant that. And I felt great yesterday. And then some things happened where it was kind of like, yo, it's a shit or get off the pot moment. And I'm like, oh, this is God answering my prayer. It's like, it didn't come like, oh, here's everything you want. It's like, yo, you better get your act together or you, 
you're going to be in trouble and pretty soon. And pretty soon. I wouldn't say that you would be in trouble because you accepted God. You accepted Jesus as your savior. Because the one thing that I'll tell you about him, bro, is that you're going to keep falling, right? All of us fall short of the glory of God. It says that in the in Romans. And it's just about keep trying. You know what I mean? Like God is the number one person that's like, get back on the horse every time that you fall off, you know? And like, like the more you do it, the more conviction that you start to feel, start to feel. That's what you're going through is a conviction moment. It's like, it's like I'm failing and I'm trying and, and he loved, that's the most important thing. Like, is that your heart is set on him and you're, you're a, like, everybody is flesh, you know, like we are literally cursed by this world since Adam and Eve. So you're working. And the most important thing, like when I, when I first got was God told me, he's like, I, I died in perfection for your imperfection since so it's not about perfection, brother. It's about progress. And you're making that. So that's the most important thing. Well, that's good to hear, especially coming from you. Um, you know, and, and another thing that I struggle with is being a truther and being a critical thinker. And so with that, you know, I know, you know, uh, growing up in, in younger years, everybody makes fun of the Bible. Right. And if you try to reference the Bible, especially when I get in my flat earth debates and I'll reference the Bible, people will be like, oh, OK, conversation's over. You're bringing up the Bible as if that's some sort of proof. Um, so, you know, like I, I dive down my rabbit holes with that and we all know that the Vatican has oh, yeah. a huge library with stuff that we'll never be able to read. So I feel like the Bible maybe is showing us a lot. It's, it, I feel like it's the trailer for the, for the entire movie. I feel like it, there's so much gatekeep of truth and they're only allowing us to see what they're allowing us to see. And we know that it's been written and rewritten so many times. And then, you know, I watched the movie Zeitgeist. So like I have an issue with the fact that there has been like so many other uh, instances apparently of Jesus's exact, you know, was uh, everything about him, you know? Yeah. And, and so like, I have an issue with that. I was actually doing Bible studies with somebody and I brought that up and um, he was like, you know, well, like, uh, Tupac is a rapper, right? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, so just because Biggie Smalls is a rapper, Tupac can't be a rapper too. And I was like, okay, well, that makes kind of sense. But at the same time, like, the, if what the Bible is saying, then that would have been Jesus would have been the only. Rapper. Yeah. Well, I think what I think what it comes to that guys too. Um, the nine eleven part is probably one of the best breakdowns of nine eleven ever. Um, but that whole part where it's talking about all the other uh, deities, right. That were like Jesus and the conception and whatnot. Um, the book of Enoch really ties in a lot that's missing, right? Because the book of e book of Enoch is fallen angels. And right. all of the, all of these other, like the Greek gods, the Roman gods, all of them were fallen angels. Right. And they all started to mimic what God really wanted. Right. Because the old Testament God is the same as the new Testament God. God literally came as human to live, to live and with us to die, die because if Jesus was just a human, he wouldn't be able to descend to hell to get the keys, eternal life and take away the sins of the world. Right. That's how, you know, like the Bible. Yes. Yes. It's down to 66 books because of the council of Nicaea council of Nicaea. I've been down all too, believe me. But the most important thing to know about the Bible is that God wrote the word on our hearts. Right. And, it's the most attacked book of all time, whether it was manipulated or not. Christianity is the most attacked faith, right? You don't, you don't hear about Muslims being attacked the way Christians are attacked. They're not, you know, they're not mocked, not mocked. 
they're not on the same scale, right? Right. right. Because God really wrote the word and, and he didn't get it himself, but he used other prophets and other people. So there's uh, Paul, right? So Paul used to be Saul. I don't know if you know about this, but Paul used to be Saul, right? Saul, Saul was that persecuted Christians, right? Saul had a moment like you had. He was a pro the Holy Spirit. And he worked so hard by the Holy Spirit, he went blind, right? right? And he became one of the greatest evangelists and one of the greatest apostles in the Bible. So you're talking about a man that was killing Christians, but he saw the Holy Ghost of God. And he became so, like, just filled by that, that he actually went blind. And he was told to go to a certain place. I forget where exactly it was. And he got sight again. And he became so filled with the spirit that he went to, to our New Testament is written by Paul, Paul, Ephesians, Corinthians. These are all the different places, the different places that do to speak the word of God. So, so, so many moments in the Bible that that show that it's not just about the word. It's about spirit. And you yourself said before you felt that spirit. You felt it so strong that it knocked you to your to your knees. Right. Oh, it and, knocked me and pinned me down. I don't know if it was that spirit or if it was, it, it could have been a, I, I don't know. You know, all I know is I, it was, it was an awakening moment for me. It was like, yo, this spiritual shit that you're fucking around with is real. This is yeah. very, very real. And yeah. you're working on the wrong side of it. Yeah. I think that was Jesus humbling you. I think you were getting that, that stumbling moment where he's like, I'm going to give you a chance here, you know? I'm not going to go into the full details, but I had a situation happen to me when I was like 19 years old. I was given an Alistair Crowd book, how to really sell my soul to become a famous rapper. I used to be a rapper. And yeah, me too. And I and I've read that same exact book. The book of lies. The book of lies. Uh, the book of lies. Yeah. So I I've read I have his whole workings. Actually, I had uh, gotten rid of them about two years ago, but I had everything that he has written. Yeah, I was given a book how to do that and. I basically was like possessed and my friend, he was, he showed up. I'll just tell the story real quick. Cause it's actually an amazing story. So my friend's father was a manager at a, at a restaurant uh, in Nutley, New Jersey. And, and there was a band that moved in over the restaurant. They used to have, used to have parties all the time, whatever. Uh, we used to go to their parties and this guy moved in off of Craigslist. And he said to my boy, he goes, the, the drummer of the band, he goes, I feel a spirit in this house. Right. So he drew a picture of it. He drew a picture of the Ganesh, right? You know what the Ganesh is? The no. Hindu god, god that elephant head or yeah. whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the drummer said that's crazy because the guy that used to move next door, uh, used to live next door, he punched a hole in the wall when he got in a fight with his girl. Inside the wall, there was a potato sack. And in the potato sack, potato sack, the mask of the Ganesh and of the Baphomet. Okay? Oh. So at the time, I was, I've always, like I said, I've always been a truther. At the time, I was a little bit lost. I was because I was actually almost sex trafficked as a child by the, the Catholic Church. So, wow. I, yeah, that's a whole nother story. But so basically, I want to meet the kid, right? So, so, oh, and I, I walk, I walk into the room. He moved off of Craigslist. I walk into his room. He, he has hieroglyphics on his wall, like all in a certain order, right? And I said to him, "What's that?" He said, "This is a portal." I meditate and I go into the ethereal astral realms and, and was able to see Ganesh was here. Right. So 
we talk. He's the one that like told me about me about reptiles. I was never really onto all that stuff. He told me, told me all this stuff. and he gives me this book and it's called the book of lies, Alistair Crowley book. And I go back to my friend's house, um, open the book. And the first page of the book is like the Baphomet. It tells you how to invoke other spirits into your body. It teaches you literally how to sell your soul. So at the time I didn't have Jesus, right? I said I was lost, whatever. Um, my friend, I start to feel like possessed, right? My other friend shows up out of smoke, out of thin air, thin air. I tell him the situation, situation. He's like, we get rid of the book. I threw it in a sewer. Then I, I told him, I'm like, I still feel possessed. I still feel, I still feel weird. Then he tells me to pray, right? Right. There's a crucifix on my boy's wall. I remember it like, like a clear day. He tells me to pray, but he says, when you pray, don't say Hail Mary. Don't say our father, pray to Jesus, repent. Right. So I start praying and I'm like, God, please forgive me. Give me, I don't be a part of this. I don't want anything to do with, this, do with this. I just want to be with you, Jesus. And when I, when I tell you, I had the exact thing that happened to me, brother. I fell, fell to my knees and tears started to pour out of my eyes. I started to cry like I could never cried before. And I remember it was, a, it was a gray day outside and the sun just peeked through and it like lit up the room. And there was a lamp that was behind the crucifix and it fell back. And there was like a sunrise it looked like over Jesus, right? So I call my brother. My, my brother picks me up. About six months go by. I have not gone back to the house. Six months go by. They are having a party. And my boy called me like, yo, they're having a rager tonight. Just come. Da -da, just come. Da -da -da. So I go. We knock on the door. Knock on the door. The door. And he's like, Graf, what's up? Graf, what's up, dude? So long. Like, where you been? Da -da -da, da -da -da. And I take, well, the guy that moves in off of Craigslist, he gave me this book and da da da. He's like, yo, that guy moved out months ago. He never would come out of his room, right? He would never come out of his room. He didn't have a job. He just literally stayed in his room all the time. I was like, well, did he say anything? He said, yeah, his work here was done. Now, now go to how that that building that the bar, bar is in and apartments are over was an old, old Masonic hall. The Freemasons used to put on those wooden masks and conjure the spirits of Ganesh and the Baphomet. And this Whoa. dude was able to walk on those hollow grounds or whatever and offer me that deal. That's crazy, crazy bro. That is Insane. so crazy. Insane. And that's so, like the time Mac Miller came up. How long do you think that you had this presence with you? Um, I had mine. I had mine attached to me for a couple years and I would write songs. And then as, as I was recording the songs, like as I was spitting my verse, I would be like, yo, like I didn't write this. Like this isn't even me. You know, like I was in a trance when I would write some of the stuff. And so I was heavy into uh, Led Zeppelin as well. And I was like, I'm curious. And I played that shit backwards. And on one of the songs, it says, uh, I know what evil is and something else like clear as day. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. And then you get into you get into like Jimmy, like owning Aleister Crowley's house. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then that's the kind of the same way that the uh, stairway to heaven. Well, that's how they say it. They really stole it, but they describe it as it just came to him uh, when they were in the muses. That. They call it, they call it the music, like these demons that come to them, to them and like, like whisper the, the artistic values or whatever. It's crazy, man. It's real. And, and that's like real. important thing. I like have, I used to have some crazy stuff hanging up in my room because I also had my vocal booth in my room. And so on my vocal booth, I had these things that I had gotten at like a, um, um, 
what do you call those places? Uh, like a flea market, right? Yeah. And yeah. The lady was selling these things that she had made. And what they were, were they, they were like, they looked like skeletons with like wings and they were really detailed and shit. And I was like, oh, there's spirits attached to these things. So my dumbass bought two of them and hung them inside of my vocal booth, thinking that I was going to get like these spirits come and like bless me with the amazing music and stuff. Yeah. And like, man, I was so dark into that stuff and had my head so far up my butt. And it's crazy you were saying that people uh, weren't awake before Q came. And, and like, I'm looking at stuff that even when Q was out and I'm like, a year ago six months ago and i'm like man i thought i knew so much and i'm like look at now yeah, so like dude. it's scary the fact that like i've never thought i was a sheep you know i've always known i was not an npc before i even knew what an npc was yeah yeah still you still find yourself like oh my gosh i did not i thought i knew so much and i was completely wrong totally uh, totally i think also for you what i want to say is that you were always chosen by God, brother. Um, even in even in the time that you walked in darkness, that was just a part of your testimony. That was just a part. And he's still working on you. He's still working on you. And I think you and I think that find that relationship with him. I truly do. I truly do. I honestly. Yeah, I, I think I hope he's working on me still, man, because I'm definitely not there yet. I haven't like truly opened up my heart the way that I see a lot of my friends have like you, you know, I've seen a lot of my friends really. I haven't been baptized. I just went to church two weeks ago and I watched eight people get baptized and I could have done it like two hours later. But in my mind, I was like, I don't want this guy. Like, I don't know this guy. Like, I'd rather somebody that I'm like truly close with that I like believe in is preaching the real word for the real reason. That's who I want to do it when I am ready, you know, like, of course I feel that I'm ready. I just, it's just, I don't know, man, I'm going through so much. It's like, it's like having your cake and not being able to eat it too, man. The show is blowing up, but my personal life is crumbling. Like, uh, you know, like I had to move to Tennessee or else I was going to be homeless. And I'm like staying with a, with a, a friend trying to get back on my feet. So it's like, everything is really falling apart, but like everything that I wanted is starting to really happen at the same time. And I don't know, man. I'm just in like a whirlwind and the world is ending. Right. So <laughs> that's the best time to submit, bro, honestly, because he's the one that's going to fill your cup. So I believe that we choose to come here. Right. I don't believe that this is our only time here experiencing this. I feel like uh, like God uh, sends us here uh, numerous times. And I know that might fall in line with some of that wishy washy new age crap. But I do truly feel that I chose to be here for this exact purpose, like, or not for this exact moment in time, because we are living in, I feel like the true final spiritual battle. I feel like good and evil. And I say this a lot, but I feel like the good, the, it's good and evil. And we see the finish line ribbon and both parties are running at it as fast as they can. And we're right here right now. And I truly feel that my soul chose to be experiencing this exact moment for a reason so I'm hoping I'm doing the right thing. You are, man. And I, I, I agree with, you know, like different timelines and whatnot. Like I, I totally believe in all that stuff. I don't know about past life. I, I kind of believe in it, but not really anymore. But I think that what the most important thing is what you said is like we're watching the wheat from the tear right now. You know, like we're watching God separate like because it's coming down. It's coming down now, right? Where it's like it's, it's not just as right. You know, it's it's good versus good versus evil, right? Like Satan has popped his head up, his head up. If you if you're 
tying yourself to the to the left and their agenda and you know the grammys and all this different stuff and you're still like consuming that and you're still proud of that and you're still clapping for that you're on the side of satan and just it's not even like arguable anymore anymore you know like you, you've chosen your side and i pray i pray that will I, I have no animosity towards towards anybody I, that they wake up and that they see it for themselves i was like i'm being played on a huge scale like and I think that the scales are going to be lifted off their eyes that they're going to see it finally. And I think that there's going to be a huge awakening to that. But then there's going to be a falling away, too, where people are just going to be tricked by something else. Yeah, man, when you were just speaking, it made me come to the realization to the fact that I think that I have not fully given myself to God and Jesus yet is because I attach my parents to them. And I know that they're full of it, like they're totally full of it. Uh, my mom almost died because she refused to get a blood transfusion because blood is sacred and uh, it goes against um, God's will. God says you will not, uh, you know, blood is sacred and you're not to, um, uh, I can't remember the exact word, uh, desecrate your body, right? Yeah. yeah. So my mom has fake tits, which is absolutely desecrating your body. And when the jibby jab came out and I explained to her that it had uh, aborted fetal tissue in, in it and everything, and that it's going to eventually kill her, um, not only did she uh, look at me as if I didn't know what I was talking about, but she went and got it, got boosted, recommended that my uh, nieces and nephews get boosted and, and jabbed up and stuff. And it, and it pissed me off. And then right then I was like, you do not worship our creator. You worship the people in that box that's hanging on your on your wall. That's who you worship. Yeah, and, the black cube. And so I feel like knowing that they're that's who they're putting their entire faith and life in. And they their intentions are good. Don't get me wrong. It's not like they're in a cult knowing that they're in a cult. They truly think they're doing the right thing. Yeah. But knowing that and knowing that we could all be deceived like that is why it's so hard for me. And that's why it's hard for me. Like even when I go to church, like a lot of times I'm not listening to the word because I'm watching the preacher and I'm like wondering how many times did you practice this this week, looking in the mirror and asking your wife if your fucking gold glasses look good. And, yeah. Uh, I understand. So, I, I understand. I get it. So, but then, you know, then I look at people like you, like, and, and the, you just hear it all the time, you know, like there's an influence. I wouldn't know if, if you call her an influencer or what she, but there was somebody and I don't know if she does it anymore, but she used to podcast and make fire, fire, fire me. And uh, she had gotten baptized and I had found out that, you know, she was so excited about this preacher and everything. And then the guy ended like after she had gotten baptized, the guy ended up being a piece of crap and was like humping people in the congregation and stuff. And he, yeah. and he was married. Uh, and you just hear these stories, and I'm just like, you know, these are the places that we're supposed to go to get wholesome. And and sin is just as heavy in these places, if not heavier. Not 100%. I, I can't disagree with any of that. With any of that, man. A personal relationship. You don't need church. The church. The church in your heart. There's no reason that, reason that you can't go and start reading God's word and start working on that. You know what I mean? If you, if you, if you're fed, the church is deceiving you, maybe it's that church, church, you know, maybe look for another church also like, but I will tell you that you don't need a church. You don't need a, a bunch of walls and a building and music to worship, to worship God and to follow his word. And it may, maybe it's it, but I believe that the number one thing about thing about the Bible is that it's, it, 
Jesus, Jesus died sins, you know, and you can't manipulate that. That that's recorded in history. You know what I mean? That's a real, real thing. Like they just found the other day, like a piece of gold, like I don't know if it was like a button or whatever, like in Jerusalem. Like, and you know, you we're not gonna go too deep into the JM here, but we know that Jesus said that there's a synagogue of Satan that's in the Holy Land. Land, you know, watching that happen too right now. So everything that we're watching every single day is biblical. So everything and it's all the culmination uh, the culmination of all these different aspects of it too right because we're watching we're watching the political sphere uh, expose and close in on itself we're watching the uh, the financial uh, structure close in and, and, and expose itself and obviously Hollywood just doesn't give a crap anymore I mean you were just saying and people applaud this stuff after that Grammy performance that I I did not watch the entire thing I saw clips and that was just enough but I did see the end of it and I saw the crowd roared and I was just like are you serious yeah. you guys are excited for this really yeah. if you only knew if you only knew that guy was actually conjuring a different spirit into his body and the real Sam was dying at that moment so that another soul could take over. And Oh yeah. Him. He's gone. He's That's exactly what that was. Yeah. And, he's people are, and then people are applauding it. It's uh, crazy. Hey man, are you familiar with anonymous Sean's work at all? No. Who's that? So he uh, he doesn't do very many shows. And as a matter of fact, I was lucky enough to get him on here, uh, but he only does the Wicked Planet podcast. And what he does is he's been into this for over 20 years. And like and so what he is doing is he is taking like all of these biblical things and tying in like the um, the rules that Satan had broken to be cast down here. And then the rules that were broken while he was here. And then the rules that were broken with the humans, right. And stuff like that. And he's tying it all in with Q and it all fits so good. It's crazy. And uh, I was just curious if you were aware of any of his work, because he talks about the beasts of the fields. Are you aware with them? Aware of them? The beast system. No, the beast of the fields. The beast of the field, fields. The beast is like in the Bible where it talks about like where God will give the beast fields uh, to the enemy and all that. So, and, and what he's saying is, so we had the beast of the fields and what it was was fallen angels that had um, procreated with other things, living things that were here, which is why we get like these mythical creatures of like the matador and stuff like that. Because they Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So they're they're the beasts of the fields. And I think that that's where the rep. Now, he doesn't say this, but like, I think that's where the reptilians and stuff come into play here, because I do feel that there is something from the old times still here. And it, I find yeah. it very interesting that a couple years ago, I, I think he said it before he was out of office, if he is even out of office. But Trump said that people are dying that have never died before. And I thought that was a very weird thing to say. Yeah, no, no. I fully believe in the serpent seed and all that. So, so totally agree. Um, I don't know if you're like the Rothschild giraffes or all any of that. Yeah, how they're actually the dead relatives of the Rothschilds. Yeah, they like downloaded their consciousness into like giraffes and whatnot. Like, yeah. 
That's some crazy stuff. So I don't know if you've looked into 2045.com at all, but it's the agenda and all the people that they're pushing to have the society into before 2045. Like we're all being psyoped by George Soros's shit when they have this thing going on. If you actually go to 2045.com, you can see like who the investors are, what companies are engaged in this, how much money, how many millions or billions they've raised. And their purpose is they've, they already are cloning. You can go, if you have enough money and you want a kid, you know, and you have AIDS or, yeah, AIDS, I heard of this. right. You can go get a clone of yourself. And so that's there. But what their purpose is, is to be able to harness consciousness and be able to put it into a different, uh, into an exoskeleton type of thing. Like, like what we see on these TV shows that they've been pushing so hard lately. Yeah. Like um, Westworld and whatnot. Exactly like that, bro. So yeah. what they're doing is that the people are throwing so much money at this. They're really, really trying to do this. And I think it's because they see and they're like 2045. If we don't have this figured out, then we're going to have to face repercussions of everything that we've done. But if they're able to harness their consciousness and hide it from God, then. So that's a good point. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's the point I want to make because I was going to say and to say on this, what's going to happen with their, with their consciousness and where, and it's, it's pretty getting thrown in our face right now. You know what it's going to be? What AI, AI, the metaverse, they're going to download themselves into computers. Yeah, absolutely. Because, and they want us to do that. And I think that that's what the falling away is going to be. I think technology is going to become so strong that people are going to have a choice from living, living in the real or living in a fake world where they, they can be God. And that's where they can hide from God and God. You can already see, uh, I don't know if you watch the UFC or whatever, but they just posted a video of Volkanovsky uh, and Zuck were in virtual reality in the metaverse, like fighting. So like, you know, you ever see the movie like Ready Player One, who was one who was made by Serg, that cuck. Yeah. They, they, that's their wet dream. That's where the conscious, they, they, they don't even care about clones anymore, man. They care about literally downloading us onto a computer disc. And I talked about this on the Bravo's podcast too, about just like how all these people are falling for that, like AI picture of themselves and they're playing with the chat GBTs and they're doing all this stuff. They're, they're literally coercing you into being a computer chip. And that's what they've always wanted. That's their wet dream. So there is a theory out there, and I think it holds uh, a lot of water, is that um, the Antichrist is actually coming in the form of AI, if not correct, AI itself. Correct. You know, because it is something that everybody loves. We all need it, right? And yep. it, is, it is ultimately deceiving us and taking us away from God. A hundred percent. And that's where they hide. Like you said before, they can hide from God. That's, that's where they can hide from God is in technology. Because the technology's always been there. Like, there. like you go to Terria, you go into these ancient civilizations. They're pulling energy out of the ether. God gave, God gave us complete Wi-Fi and internet and all this, all this stuff. We should talking through our minds, honestly. Like, we, we shouldn't even be having conversations. But we've been so suppressed, our pineal glands by uh, fluoride and whatnot. Like, God gave us everything. And, yeah. and they have stuff. to spraying in the air and that's why i think 100%. it's crazy too you know like we have way more than five senses i don't care what anybody says like we, like and we are uh we should be living a lot longer than we're living too you know you look back in the and noah was like yeah. what 300 years old and noah was an alcoholic if i'm not mistaken so he wasn't very easy on his liver and still made it that long yeah yeah um, so with uh with these beings um you know uh 
trying to hide and and I really truly think that that's what they're doing but I also find it kind of kind of comical and I and I fall back on like a little kid and like you know when you get like brothers together and shit and they're doing something and they know for a fact that they are going to get in trouble but they are trying as fast as they can to accomplish it anyway because we've seen this with the tower of babel right it's like god will just sit back and watch him he's like do they really think they're going to get away with this yeah <laughs> like and that's what they're doing now and it's like almost like they put a deadline on it like they know like if they don't get this done before 2045 then god's going to have their way with him and, and 100% and I bet it happens sooner than that. If they put a date on it by 2045 and they're getting close by 2040, then guess what? They're going to wake up one day and it's just going to be time. Yeah. Yeah. Timeline actually for when all this is going to go down, this is going to go down. We're in the birthing pangs right now. Um, I think, um, I think 23 uh, will be tribulation. I think Jesus died at 33 years old. The Masons are obsessed with 33. we got 33 vertebrae in our back. I believe that 2033 is going to be like the timeline of where we're going to see a tribulation. Uh, it actually, you know, getting into flat earth and stuff. There's a great scripture in revelations where it talks about God opens, God opens up the, right. The scrolls, the firmaments of those. And he looks down and he sees, sees all the fan, all the, the bad people. And they're all trying to hide in the mountains. They're all trying to hide from him. And where could they do that? Obviously not the mountains, but AI, you know, yeah. it's, it's, very, very, very like predictable, predictable at this. But they want to do. You go back and you watch some of these, some of these movies. The old movie with uh, Keanu Reeves. I forget what, forget what it's called. Something or other. But it's literally like, like they have the metaverse glasses on. They're like stealing data from each other. Like they're all like it, it's been their plan for a very long time. Terminator. I watched Peter. I watched Terminator Two the other. It's Skynet is real. They actually just came out with the thing. Uh, they want to have like AI robots like in like the near future. So. You ever saw the video of all the dogs, like the, the robot dogs, like just like getting ready to pounce? This is yeah, the way. Man. Those robot dogs are creepy because they look like AI themselves. Because you watch yeah. those videos and you're like, wait, are those real? Because that looks like I'm watching Black Mirror. Yeah, right? dude. That's what I'm saying. Like when you think of, you think about like for so long, everybody's like, oh, the mark of the mark of the beast is vaccine and this and that. The mark of the beast is going gonna, is gonna to be you accept the metaverse. All your money. Uh, like it says in the Bible that we'll have a cashless society. All your money, all this stuff. Where, where, where's a cashless society? Cashless society. Where does a mark of the beast happen? AI, AI. Download yeah. yourself, surrogate into it. Gone. Your consciousness is gone. They already know how to how to switch conscious. All the dark uh, magic that practicing for so long, right? They're they're just gonna do that computerized now. They're gonna do you. And I think that like what's gonna happen is there's gonna be such a divide. Where there's gonna be two worlds. Like people like us and the truthers and the people that are awake, they're going to be awake to it. And they're going to be like, no, we're not going to do this. We're not. We're going to stay here on this world and God's going to do what he's going to do. And I think that there's going to be probably, probably millions of people that will choose to actually be downloaded onto computers, onto computers. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, like everlasting life is is a very enticing thing. Unfortunately, most people don't know that our creator offers the very same thing. Yes. Amen. So, so. You see, actually, Eric Kushner said said that he's out because he's going to be one of the first people to live forever. Oh, is he saying that? I didn't. I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah, he said that. He said because the way that technology is going, uh, uh, we'll be like the first group of people to people to live forever. So they've been hinting at it. You know what I mean? I mean, they've been hinting at it. So I, I truly believe, truly believe that that's timeline that they. But I think that it will be disrupted anyway.
I do. Oh, absolutely. It will be disrupted. And even if there was not a creator, which there absolutely is, if you have any intelligence, you would know that. But if even if there wasn't and you thought that this was all just by chance and nature is in charge of everything, like even in Jurassic Park, that was a great saying that nature always finds a way. So if you are defying the laws of nature, it's going to find a way like so it's you know, I mean get loaded up on the AI and then nature is going to pour water on the, on the plug that you're plugged into. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Dude. Like people are literally like, literally, like I said, like they're chatting with chat GBT. They're doing all this stuff. Like I have like a nons, like people like sending me like, Oh, I asked chat GBT if Q is real, bro. Don't talk to chat GBT at all. Don't, <laughs> talk, don't talk to it at all. Leave it alone. Leave it there. Leave it there. Don't, don't, with AI, don't communicate with with computers. Try to stay off of this stuff because they're gonna gonna coerce into believing that there's a better world. Like I said, Ready Player One, the dude's like living in like a friggin' like uh, shipping container, but he's like having like this amazing life in, in a computerized world. Like right. What was that other Keanu Reeves movie that you said? I find it interesting that he's in a lot of movies that deal with this kind of thing. I'll tell you right now. Um, just watched another one too, where the Earth stood still. You ever see that one? Yeah, the yeah. old old one. Yeah, with Keanu Reeves. Yeah, Keanu Reeves. Yeah, and that come that comes to tell like society that we need to stop. Yeah, and then, yeah, they were gonna kill him, and he had to like he was the only one it would talk to or something. It was been a long time, but yeah, I definitely remember that. He's definitely involved in some weird movies. Um, oh yeah, the Matrix. Have, yeah, the mate. Well, the Matrix. I mean, that's. If you look at how I market my show, it's based on the Matrix. Economic. Uh, oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like the he had like had like the friggin' there's goggles on, and like there's like everybody's wearing friggin' hospital masks. And like this movie came out in like let's see when it came out. I, I believe the early nineties, I want to say. Yeah, nineteen ninety-five it came out. Like Yeah, that's crazy. Do you ever watch uh, what is that show on Netflix? It's a cartoon that made oh inside job. You ever seen that? Oh yeah, they they went ham on that one, that one. Yeah, <laughs> so it's a, and then in the new season they totally go off on Keanu Reeves and saying that he's like uh they have like a whole episode where he dates the girl's mom and stuff and he's actually like a, a vampire that sucks the blood off of people and that's how he stays young. And wow. it's just, it's hilarious, bro. They actually quit. They had to, they uh, cut the show. So they put out season two and then they told them they can't do anymore. And I think it's probably just because they're getting like so close to the truth that basically they're just going to have to start going after Joe Biden next. I mean, it was funny. They had uh, Alex Jones locked up in a cave at Bohemian Grove yelling about the flat earth. <laughs> I'm like, bro. I swear they're just going to my Instagram page and writing their scripts. Oh <laughs> God, I believe the same thing, man. I believe that they're watching all of our Instagram pages. Like, did you see? Did you see? Not, not that I hated this because it was an old, an old, Mar old Marvel character, right? But Kang, they're actually revamping Kang, and he controls the timeline in the new Marvel Ant Man movie called Quantum Mania. Now, if you guys have been following my Instagram, I've can control the timeline, quantum, like they're definitely going and watching our Instagrams and, and picking up information and that they're going to be using in their shows and whatnot. So what is your what is your take on uh, 
there's I'm not going to say this person's name, but they're convinced in our community that um, Q is an AI named Tyler. I don't believe that. Well, I don't either. I, OK, well, I guess that's all we need to say. <laughs> <laughs> I know who you're talking about, too. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. no. Uh, it's probably AI for sure. I mean, quantum it's quantum computing for sure. That's how that's how they're able to timelines. But I would say that's a, a operation last. Um, I, I I believe there's a group of people that are Q. I think Dan Scavino is obviously one of them. Uh, Q confirmed it. You know, they said uh, blame Dan for Delta being late. Uh, Trump is obviously part of it. Trump, uh, if you go on Truth Social, Trump is just retruthing thing like nonstop. I am the storm. Freaking Q is Q that like it's. Pretty yeah. now that Trump is connected to Q. Well, Trump, yeah, I I started celebrating that when he started truthing a bunch of stuff uh, Q related because it was it started out to trickle slow and then it's just like he was like, all right, we're just gonna leave the water faucet on. They can say yeah, whatever. Bro. The floodgates are open with Trump being connected to Q and like I, I the Tyler thing. I've heard it. The theory just doesn't make sense to me, honestly. What do you think, uh, Cash Patel? You think he's one of them? I think he, I think he's a good guy. I know there's a lot of people, a lot of people in the community that like think he's a grifter and this and that and that, but there's a lot of different parts that we don't, that we don't know. You know there's a post that says that there's 10, 10 people really know the whole entire thing. And we just don't really know, you know, and I don't, I don't try to like, there was like, I don't really want to get too deep into it, but there was this whole divide between the Flynn's eye and Lynn Woods. Well, actually, you don't want to get too deep into it because yeah, I've, I've actually I was going to ask you about that. So I, oh, I did kind of want to get, into, get, into, get into, it. into it. Yeah, we could get into it. That's cool with me. Okay, so first off, what is this prayer that Michael Flynn allegedly said that is a satanic prayer? Is this is this a legit thing? Um, I did see some side by sides where he's basically saying almost word for word the the same prayer. However, I'm not aware of this prayer. I don't know uh, this prayer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going off of the word of other people. It's a New Age prayer uh, by Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey, deep into the New Age occultism stuff and stuff. That's not my bone to pick with Flynn, though. Flynn, though. I've completely, like, the, the Pegasus stuff, this stuff, I have to out because he worked for Israeli uh, uh, spies. Uh, he was one of the consultants for it. For it. Um, the fact that he didn't go to the FBI with a lawyer, um, almost like he purposely wanted to get caught for the whole for the whole entire Russian narrative, um, or like he was part of his plan. Yeah, uh, I mean, he was part he was part of the uh, the DNI, the intelligence community for thirty three years. Um, worked for Obama completely. I know people say oh, Obama fired him and this and that. I mean, he he did a lot, you know. Right. Um, I feel completely stabbed in the back by him, to be perfectly honest with you, because I raised yeah. my right hand and I said that oath looking at him and his family. And, yeah. uh, you know, and then I find out not even that much later. And I still had faith in the guy, but I found out that he is a genius and one of the most knowledgeable with the MK Ultra fucking uh, program. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, if anybody's going to run a psyop, it's going to be this guy. This guy. But I think that he tied himself to Q, that he's not actually a part of it. You know? Okay. So that, that kind of ties into the theory with memory hold. So I had memory hold on, and I, I don't know if you're familiar with his Oh, work. yeah, I know memory hold. He, he does great work. 
Yeah. So he was talking about how when they had first originally started uh, leaking out these proofs that they were coming across with uh, like the Podesta emails and stuff like that. And him and his crew were the ones that were really going through and, and digging through and deciphering and exposing that shit on the Chan boards. And then when they started to get like a kind of a wave going is when Q came on board and jumped on the same wave that they were already riding on. And he feels like whoever was behind Q saw and not not to say that it was a bad thing because it was good that they brought in the, the pizza gate stuff and the child sex trafficking because that's going to get under people's skins that we need to get under their skin for. But he thinks that it was somebody that was watching their work unfold and decided to ride the same wave. I mean, I don't disagree with that, right? Because Q chose 4chan for a reason. Um, Which but, other people have issues with because 4chan used to, I don't know if they still do, but they used to have pedophilia shit on there, oh, like underage. Yeah. Uh, all, sorts of, all sorts of weird in there and shit, for sure. But um, um, thing with the Pizzagate stuff with, with Flynn's interesting. I actually said this to his brother there smoked his brother out it was so funny he like came on this is a while ago on telegram like he was like on the uh what are those guys name uh, i forget whatever john qanon john or whatever or whatever had him and like we could ask him a question so i shouldn't so i just like some completely and one of the things i said to him said to him was it's pretty funny that your nephew was the one that started tweeting about pizzagate and then, and then all of a sudden that shooter came to comet and your nephew actually got fired from the Trump administration because of that. Why is it that your brother and your nephew and your family are always caught up in some bullshit that has to get Trump in trouble? Same thing with January 6th. January 6th. That was Did he actually crazy. respond? Did he actually respond to that? Oh yeah, bro. I have the video. He was like, he didn't know what to say. He's like, I, I have no, I have no idea. I know that. Da, 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 da. Like he just went off. He just went off like, like to try to like, Cause I just went ham on him. Yeah. Um, so I can't remember the shooter's name offhand, but it was totally set up because number one, he went in there with an AR 15 and that's just a red flag right there because yeah. that's the gun that they're going to place in anybody because that's what they want to be perceived as the bad, bad gun. And, and the only evidence that was actually there supposedly allegedly is what got shot to begin with was the computer that had any sort of evidence whatsoever in it. Got shot. This thing was a total setup. It was, it's a laughable setup. Yeah. The server got shot. And this is another thing. I think the word Pizzagate is a psyop, you know, because I believe that every time that you bring up Pizzagate, people shut you off. People are like, Oh, you believe in that conspiracy theory, Pizzagate. Don't get me wrong. In the Podesta emails, there's plenty of things that say pizza and all that. But I think the actual word Pizzagate, Pizzagate turns people off. Like their NPC mind is like, and is like, no, he believes in Pizzagate. Now, that's the that's the situation with the guy that walked in with the gun to the pizza parlor. Pizza parlor. You know what I mean? It's like trigger words to NPC. Yeah. Uh, and conspiracy, conspiracy theorist is another one of them. So I actually have a funny story to tell you. So um, unfortunately, I was born into a Raiders family. And so I'm a diehard Raiders fan. However, I am totally aware of the fact that it's entertainment and it's completely rigged. Um, yeah. However, like I tie a lot of good things and, and memories in with it. So I still watch occasionally. And the Raiders are going through some crazy, crazy stuff right now where there's a lot of behind the scene conspiracy stuff taking place. 
in the Raider organization. And there's this guy called Wi-Fi. I wasn't saying his name before, but the guy sent me an ugly message, so fuck him. Uh, There's this guy, Wi-Fi Willie, and he does commentating on the Raiders, and he has on some pretty big names. He's got a pretty good following or whatever, but he's talking about all of the conspiracy stuff that's going on with the Raiders right now. So I invited him onto the show to get into the conspiracy stuff. And he says to me, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I back everything that I say with facts. And I was so pissed. <laughs> like, I was like, well, obviously you don't know what a conspiracy theorist is because everything that you had claimed is happening uh, behind the doors at the Oakland Raiders uh, thing or Oakland, the Las Vegas Raiders uh, organization is 100% conspiracy. They are conspiring a lot of things and uh i don't know what your perception is on conspiracy theorists but we deal with facts too so anything i talk about i will have receipts to back up what i say yeah we're researchers dude that's crazy that's crazy i mean they, they, there's trigger words and i and i feel like it was one of them conspiracy theories is one of them flatter another one like as soon as people hear that they're like you think they're flat like it's it's almost like trigger words you know and i think that with, with the flynn situation his nephew was completely involved, completely involved with to happen, you know? And then the, the January 6th stuff, you want to get into that? He was the one that was orchestrating most of it. He was the one that was controlling the Proud Boys, Stuart Rhodes, the Oath Keepers. He was the forefront of it. Every time that there's, and then he went on a, uh, I brought this up too. He, he went to a Q rally, Q rally. And he said, while the, while the media isn't present, he said Trump should run a coup in America. Let's just say that's the Trump card, right? Let's say that say that that Trump was gonna use the military to coup or whatever he's gonna do. Why the fuck, excuse my language, would General Flynn say that at a Q rally where he knows that that is a hot target? Target. If that is something that they were really going really going to do. That should be secret military intelligence, which you've been a DNI and in and, and military intelligence for 33 friggin' years, dude. Why would you say that? Yeah, he knows that more than anybody because I believe it was right after a press briefing with Trump from him when Trump announced that we will no longer announce what we are going to do from here on out. Yep, exactly. So that alone, you know, the prayer, yeah, uh, I'm against it. But there is actual evidence and, and tracks track that lead Flynn to getting Trump, getting Trump in order. And, and, it's, and then, it's, and then he completely says, Q's a psyop. And he was like, I don't, Q's not real, real. It's a psyop. Uh, it's the CIA. Like, bro, you, you grifted off the movement. You made more money than anybody, right? You did all this stuff. And then you're going to shut all these people down that you gave hopium to. And be like, and be like, yes, of Q for how long? For three, three years, years, and then all of a sudden, you're just going to complete, completely shut it, everybody. And not only was he the face of Q, but he played along too. You know, like he would give like winks and like little nods and shit. You know, here and there to, in, yeah. to individual people too that would like ask him and stuff. It, that's really fuck, man. That's really disheartening. Um, and then they, they have this whole movement going too, where they have like the reawaken America tour. And I don't know what your thoughts are on the guy that runs those things. Clay but Clark. Yeah, dude, Clay Clark. So like I had, I had the opportunity to have him on my show because I used to be on this network that. 
the I know, I know, I know. number and was like, yo, if anybody wants to have Clay Clark on, you know, here's his information. And I wrote back, I don't want that fucking guy piece of shit on my show. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know? Guy's a mason, dude. You ever see his book? His book is literally like he's covering his eye. Like, Yeah, and I've heard people ask him about it too. And he like him haws around it and says that he didn't know what it meant and that it was just the graphic designer that did that. And then, you know, uh, he was on my buddy uh, Justin's show and Justin straight called him out. He was like, what's up? That. He was like, what's up with people not being able to say, let's go, Brandon, on your show? I thought we were about freedom of speech. And, he, you know, he got all upset and he ended up leaving the show. He didn't have an answer for him. All he did was call my buddy a pothead and leave the show. Yeah, I remember, remember that. Rest Justin, man. He, he, he really flamed him on, him on that one. I was like, whoa, respect. Respect yeah. on that. Yeah, Madry, dude, Justin had the balls of uh, that guy was incredible. I, we need more like him. <laughs> yeah, he was a gangster, man. He was not scared to say what he wanted to say or do what he wanted to do. Not, in the, not in the least. So, yeah, so we have this divide in the Q movement. And I think maybe uh, knowing what we know about General Flynn, uh, maybe that was intentional, right? And maybe uh, Linwood truly did find out some stuff about michael flynn and was trying to expose it but maybe it wasn't on accident maybe flynn wanted him to do this to create i think they work together i agree right yeah i think they're together so and that's just something else that's really disheartening too and then you got and see the devil always comes with the face of a christian bro, brother like you got these people out there that are just we put our faith and our trust in, and then next thing you know, they're asking uh, to have sex with our wife, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. It actually says in the Bible that Lucifer comes as an angel of light. <laughs> so that's the perfect way to hide, right, is behind Christianity. And I, I lost friends to this stuff, man. Like, I had really good people that I used to do digs with and all sorts of stuff, and it just created such a divide. And that's why I, I'm not tied to anybody or anything. I do my own thing. Uh God is the one that that pushes me forward. I still fully believe in Q. And the only one I'm really with is Trump still. You know, you know, I'm friends with the nons and whatnot. But but I, that divide really put a horrible taste in my, taste in my mouth. And, you know, I, I, I hope I hope and I pray day everything will be exposed and we can all come back together and have the little beautiful community that we once had. Man, I, I hope that so much too. And I've lost some friends along the way that I do truly miss. And then I've lost some friends along the way that I'm excited that I lost them because, you know, snakes eventually show what they are. And um, so what the heck was I going to say? I had somewhere I was about to go, man. And then I'm uh, still got the effects of uh, smoking weed my entire life. <laughs> oh that's what i was gonna ask you um so you said you're still on board with trump and trump is the re i left the trump train before i left the q train and i'm not saying that i fully left the q train because anybody with a heart and a good soul wants q to be real and wants q to succeed yeah but you know um when amy says what the fuck originally went on a podcast um black pill and talked about her research that she had done on trump i was mad i was like nope i was like amy come on my show i'm gonna debate you 100 you're wrong about trump longer it goes you know like i'm like no trump didn't send his kids to jesuit school well actually yes he that he did uh you know trump didn't i mean just all this stuff about trump that i'm finding out later you know i knew he had to deal with gangsters in the business world and shit like that like i did it brushed it off you have to rub elbows with these people but now i'm like man 
you're not in the spotlight unless they want you to be, even if they do make it seem like they don't want you there. Uh, I don't know, man. I have mixed feelings about it. And I just feel like maybe he's just in it for his own selfish reasons. But at the same time, maybe that's the person that we do need is somebody that's in it for their own selfish reasons. Yeah. I, I've debated like the researchers of like anti-Trump. I've, you know, Donnie Darkend is on Twitter. Nah. The name sounds familiar, but it, he just goes off on Trump. Oh yeah, he posts he posts some some really interesting stuff. I I won't lie, like the fact that Trump's a moonchild and Aleister Crowley like said something about a moonchild being born, and it was like basically the same day Trump was born. And oh wow, there of, yeah, there's a lot of occult stuff tied to him. But I believe that God is stronger than anything. Thing I've seen Trump say that Jesus is in is in control. I've seen Trump hold up the Bible Bible. Trump talk about scripture and and the Saul turning into Paul. I believe that Trump that Trump saved and that he has a higher mission and God's for him. Maybe he's not the best at putting out the message, you know, because he has that locker room talk. He's a gangster from New York. That's just how he is. You know, that's how East Coast people are. That's how I used to be until God me. But um, I just think that that he's in it for the right reasons. And if I'm proven, proven wrong, I'm out just like I call out everybody. So. But well, I, man, I hope you're right. You know, I, I absolutely hope you're right. And if anybody is a believer that people can change, it's me because you can go on my old ass Facebook right now and see a bunch of satanic imagery and be like, whoa, this is the guy that's speaking this stuff that I'm listening to. Like, yep, because people change. So, yeah. so I totally get it, man. Uh, and I, and I hope you're right. I, I just, uh, I feel like I was on the Trump train so hard that it was almost like I was in a cult myself. It was like I saw somebody say, like, anybody that wears a red hat in these in this day and age, you can just assume is it part of an, a major cult. And I was like, in a sense, it kind of is. And so I don't know, man. I really just stopped paying attention to the political arena, the p political sphere. I'll still listen to uh, some anonymous Sean stuff where he's breaking down devolution because it all sounds legit. Uh, I'm more focused on the spiritual battle and what I can do. Um, I can't do anything with what's going on in the political arena. So like, I, I'm sick of throwing up in the middle of the night over the shit. <laughs> I understand, man. I understand. It's very heavy. It's very, you know, very disheartening sometimes because something happens where you're like, Oh man, this isn't going our way at all. But then some, then 10 other things happen where it's like, okay, yeah, it is going our way. So I think that it's a constant, you know, tug of war. And Q literally said there's moves and counter moves. So I think we're still in a war. You know, I'm not one of those people who are going to be like, we've won completely because we're still in a war, you know, and we're winning. We're winning that for sure. And I think that we're going to see, we're going to see more that's going to make people cozy again and make people come back and, and see that, you know, the water's a lot warmer over here and they'll enjoy the show. Well, I did wear my Q hat to the grocery store the other day and did not give it <laughs> So I was like, you know, I'll still rock this shit. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I, I totally hope you're right. And like I said, you know, this is definitely a spiritual battle. And we got the good and the evil running at the finish line at the same time. And like, if you're not, uh, I'm obviously not you, but I'm speaking to people that are watching or listening. This is like, now's the time to get right. Like, find out who you truly are inside and, and pick a side. You know, if you are evil, then so be it. I'm sorry. That sucks to be you. But like. I mean, look at everything that's happening in the world, and it's not hard to see that this is not the way that things are supposed to be. Not 100%, man. You just lit on the head right there. People are going to have a choice, and I think that more people will come to good than they will come to bad.
it's like satanic panic right now. You know, people are like seeing that the devil is fully out and and about, and a lot of people are turning to God because of that. You know. Well, I think it's a good thing, and then definitely the Great Awakening has been a huge, huge, huge thing, and especially since you said COVID started. And you know, um, bro, <clears throat> I gotta say, I am not disappointed. I had a feeling that you were gonna come on here and absolutely crush, and that is exactly what you did. I you got, it. you got a lot of stuff going on, man. You got your Instagram is fire. You do your, uh, is your Telegram page still? I don't do Telegram anymore. Nah, I, I, I'm on Twitter. You're on, okay. Yeah, I'm on Twitter because it's based over there. We're allowed to say whatever we want now again. Well, so I go on there and I troll people. So anytime Elon Musk will post something about Space Force, I go in there and tell him that space is fake and gay. And oh, I do that all the time. <laughs> yeah, me too. And then anytime that Joe Biden will post something saying how great of a job he's doing, I will point out like 20 things that he's doing that is just absolutely horrendous. But like, I love it. <laughs> before we jump off, man, I just want to say that there's things that people forgot about that like is fucking crazy. So if you jumped off the Q train, like I, I'm I, like, everybody knows I'm not fully on board with Q anymore. But like, there's things that we cannot forget about. Like inauguration was a total fucking scam. You got military leaders turning their back on the so-called president and not salute not only not saluting but turning their backs on him uh we have this guy that we uh he gets body doubles so we have like four different people that are supposed to be joe biden it's completely obvious and the guy has never really done a press conference from the oval office it's always in a freaking studio room that is not normal oh and i also forgot the fact that he never had an air force one call sign not only the fact he had to take a private way to get to his inauguration to begin with is also unheard of there yeah. is some fishy things going on that we all seem to forgot about but those those happened those happened so there is something going on here yeah don't forget the seal is never on when he's doing uh the speeches the the u.s seal yeah and so that's true too so i mean there's obviously if you're saying nothing's happening you know like stuff's happening Bro, stuff's happening. So, 100%, dude. Uh, so is there anything? Feel free to plug away, and you know, uh, whatever links that you have uh, is gonna be right down there, everybody. So if you uh, if you are listening, go ahead and look right down at the bottom of the page. Click on all the graphs links right now. Give him a follow. The guy puts out amazing work. He does great Thank research. You, so, Thanks. the floor is yours, brother. Go ahead and plug away. I uh, just want to say thank you for having me. Uh, I'll definitely come back anytime. This was an awesome conversation. I think that the most important thing is that we exalted the name of the name of Jesus. Uh, we both talked about our testimonies. I believe the best is yet to come. Um, um, I know that the day seems dark, but it's always darkest before the dawn. So just remember that God is in control of everything. No matter what, life is short. Don't live in your past. Don't worry about don't worry about the future for right now. The presence is a present. God bless God bless everybody. Follow me on Instagram. Uh my my Twitter is Nadi19. And yeah, yeah. Thank you for having me again, bro. Truly was a blessing. Yeah, man, thank you for blessing White Rabbit with your presence. It was an awesome, awesome conversation. And I can't wait to do it again. All right, conspiracy junkies and fellow truthers, you know what time it is and you know where to find me. Keep digging down those rabbit holes. So it's different, as you know, that with equity comes class. Please welcome the new student, Robert.
Welcome, Robert! Well, thanks for the warm welcome, Teach. It's lit, no cap. Take a seat. White privilege is something welcome. that each and every one Thank of these bigots and colonists telling these children that men can't get pregnant. Of course not, Mr. Smith. And did you tell all the white children that they are racist? And colonizers and bigots, yes. Very good. Go and put your hands up, everybody stand up. The whole world going mad, bruh. Two plus two equal five. You a homophobe if you don't think that adds up. Don't have children. If you do, then abort them. If your neighbors don't comply with the government, then report them. If you have independent thoughts, then just ignore them. Communism's the way democracy is too boring. Bring your kids to a drag show. Give them a couple dollars to parade. your hands down no more questions don't say pedophile just say ala adults that like adolescents go and put your hands up everybody stand up the whole world going mad bruh two plus two equal five you a racist if you don't think that adds up go and put your hands up everybody stand up the whole world going mad bruh two plus two equal five you a homophobe if you don't think that adds up description box below click that link and grab yourself a t-shirt common sense is in common when you're a communist <laughs> i appreciate y'all
I, I don't have that link. Uh, so if you want the t-shirts that he was just talking about, then go ahead and follow high res on Instagram. And he's got that in his link tree. Also my link tree on Instagram has all the fire stuff too, guys. Uh, just a little disclaimer after the show, fuck dude, Graf killed it. Right. It was so good talking to him. I've never had him on the show before. So that was just really fucking cool to be able to chop it up with him and get his point of view. We don't obviously agree on everything, but man, it was just, I love those conversations, especially when we don't agree on everything, but I saw his point on everything. And I think he saw mine and we're both coming from the same place, man. What an awesome conversation. All right, guys, uh, Catalyst Jones and I am out.